All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, Lisa. Oilers Nation Radio on a Friday afternoon. There's a preseason game on Sunday. Oh my Lord, we're right there. And then there's one on Monday. And Tuesday. The Coyotes play five this weekend. Well, the Coyotes don't they have were. ice to play on. Well, maybe that? four. Yes. The Coyotes' practice got canceled because the ice wasn't in good that enough. Condition. Rod Laver. Like, yeah, can't they just arena? go to like a, a community rink? That's where they were. They were in like a community rink. No, no. That was they're Rod in Laver. Australia, aren't they? That's Rod Laver. Yeah, a, oh, they're in Australia? That's Rod Laver Arena. I, gotta, is- I want to talk about that after the Australia thing because my boy Dukes on Better Late Than Never was talking about the ticket prices to go see oh, the, yeah. the the the, was the Coyotes and the be Kings. NHL prices yeah. for sure. No, they're jacked up, dude. It's oh, yeah, like no, they're special like event pricing. Thousands. Yeah, like what we're going to pay to go watch the outdoor game. No. Yeah. No, yeah. no, even more than that. Because like it's because it's not well, that many where you're seats. sitting at the yeah. outdoor game. I That's suppose. true. But this is inside Rod Laver Arena, the where they hold the Australian Open. So this is where they they usually play tennis. Really? They're playing hockey. Really? There. Yes. Well, they, no wonder oh. there's puddles. Yes, that would be the issue. Uh, but uh, I've read I read online that the, the discourse in Australia is is that all their arenas are like that. So. It's kind of just the Australian experience for hockey. Yeah, Figure it out, Australia. Yeah, Come on, man. They're never getting like a team at this rate. They're never going to get an expansion team now. <laughs> California is going to get its fourth team before Australia gets its first. Think about Think that. About it. <laughs> Think about it. Just putting that out there. Weather Station Radio, first time in a while the gang's been back together. We have not done a pod with the five of us, I think, in like over a month. I was gone. You were gone. I was Dan gone was left. gone. Early. Dan was gone. Yeah. Rick's always here. I've always been. Here. Yeah, Rick's. Yeah, Rick's. Rick, get staple. out a little. No, bit. you had that one call. <laughs> oh, I, get the, I get like 
sudden. I'll be like, I at eleven o'clock. I'll be sorry, boys, I can't make it. Yeah, that's fair. Something came up. Yeah, but you you got to go on vacation, see the world a little bit. That's all I'm saying. What kind of like? Where Paris? do you want to go? Anyone? Don't go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Nation Radio, as we do every week, we kick it off with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. If you are in Edmonton. Go get yourself a free Oilers Nation sticker at any of the locations. If you're down at Calgary, the new one in Beacon Hill is going to be opening up at, by the end of the month. You're welcome, Calgary. We have to do everything for you, include feed you. We don't want to do it, but here we are. Delicious debate today is what? It's my job to come up with this, mm-hmm. and I have done it. And <laughs> today's delicious debate, it's the start of the preseason on Sunday, and we want to know what everyone's biggest preseason storyline is. Oh, come on. Is this the debate, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest preseason storyline? Then you go first. Brandon Sutter. Oh. All right. That was long mine. COVID, but he could be the new long Derek Ryan. Did you see? Ken I would like that. Ken Holland's quote on him really made me laugh. What was he said, it? <laughs> so Brandon said it, bear in mind, 34, hasn't played in the NHL in two years. And he said, if he can find any of his game from when he was 27, 28, he's got a shot of making this team. How so long ago was that? That, was, that is Tyler. Six years ago. Six oh years my ago. goodness. But yeah, but think he, about all the people you could say that sentence about. If they could like, break wrong, point. you could bring in Gretzky and you, he finds his 28 year old self, <laughs> wow. you could argue exactly what the Oilers need. Mm-hmm. Third line center. Is that <laughs> our game seen? plan for this year is trying to find everybody's 26 and 27. That's the whole point of point PTOs though. Oh yeah, for yep. sure. I think even for players younger than that, I think McDavid's got to try to find his 28 year old form this year. It's a weird way of putting it though. Just say if he can find any of his game before he had COVID. For All right. Years. If he's good, he might make the team. It also works. There you go. Bold. I think you will. But, just- but like, again, jokes aside, if Brandon Sutter can come in, be a big body, right shot, penalty killing fourth line centerman who wins draws, that is like a pretty big hole in the Oilers lineup right now. So he would be exactly what they need. So would, would I am not- really intrigued. Like if he is in shape and has ability, like, He's an interesting guy to watch. That would kind of put an end to the Disney story we kind of have in uh, in PTO land right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, but Sam Gagne, like, I right? No, gonna- I don't, just that would if Sutter comes up and does what Holland wants him to, then that kind of means Sam. There's there really isn't a spot for Sam. I don't know. I Starting think in Baco. I think Lane Peterson's a a full time AHLer at that point. I think that's kind of where Drake's going to be starting the year anyways. So, oh yeah, Kajula. Kajula's really falling out of the conversation. Was he ever in the conversation? I think he was until Gagne signed. And it was like, okay, we don't need you anymore, Kajula. We got Gagne now. You know what? The, uh, honestly, somewhere. where I come from, it, those guys, Lane Peterson was a maybe. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I thought it was all hopes and dreams. I really didn't have a lot of mm. belief that any of those guys were going to do anything. Jim Matheson on September 19th. I'm pretty sure this is the real one. The weather guy? Never be sure. <laughs> He says, Sam Gagne, who had surgery on both of his hips, will practice in camp, but won't play in any games. On PTO, he'll be evaluated in a month and might go down to Bakersfield. Might. Might. Probably will. Didn't they say the other day that, like, yeah, the plan's to get him up and running down there sort of thing? That's that's my bet. Isn't that what they did with Jason Demers last year? Yeah. And then yeah, he played, he and then he played that one game and just threw a pizza up the middle and, like, that was it. Yeah, but he got his game 600, though. Yeah, yeah I don't think he's going to have the same type of schedule as him, though, because I feel like <laughs> no. he was up here kind of, like... Hanging out, doing not a whole lot, but that's cool though. <laughs> that's that's what dream. I like to do. I get that's paid the, to do it. Not a whole lot. That's the Mark Fain way. Fucking right. Buddy. 
That was a good dude there. I watched that guy cut a rug one time. It was right after a loss, mind you. So I was a little upset that he was dancing, but <laughs> whatever. Hey, work is work. Man, those guys. So I was in the 27, oh, the 2017 uh, playoff drive. <laughs> I remember we were in like triple overtime, double overtime or something like that in the intermission. And like five of the black aces decided to come at that point. I was like, were you guys watching the rest of this game? He's come strolling in in between. I was like, hold on. I like it. I like it. And then a certain thing happened that we won't say. And then there's Mark Fain having a boogie. (laughs) Yeah. That's a rough time. (laughs) Dan, what do you got? Biggest storyline for preseason training camp, whatever you want to say. To answer your question, Tyler, I think the, the thing that I'm most, the storyline I'm looking forward to most is just how our wingers respond. Um, Overall, I think that you've got Dylan Holloway, you've got Connor Brown. uh, We've, you know, we've spliced in Lane Pedersen and Sam Gagne and Drake Kajula is all being in in that mix. So I just think you're going to see some effectiveness from these forwards. They're going to be moving around their, their uh, line mates as well. So yeah, I'm looking for winger depth. Excitement. It's the two young kids. Which ones? Uh, it's Holloway and Slavoie. Mm-hmm. I think if those guys can come in and grab a spot, it kind of pushes out some of the older guys. Uh, um, that's that's who I'm even watching. For me, it's kind of who's going to steal a job. There's, there's always somebody that there's com- not a lot of jobs to be stolen. I know there's one, maybe two jobs available. Yeah. Can somebody come in and take one? Can somebody come in a rookie or Brandon Sutter if he can channel his 21 year old self? If he can come in and steal someone's job, that's what I'm watching for. Because for the most part, everything else is set. He's got me laughing now. Like, why do we draw the line at 27, 28 for Sutter? Nineteen? <laughs> well, well, I probably wasn't a very well, you didn't uh, have enough player. experience. Yeah, yet. Exactly. <laughs> you want to have a couple of years in the show, a little bit mm-hmm. of experience, yeah. some at bats. You know. Uh, okay, so Brandon Sutter is currently 34. Go ahead. So in his 28 year old year. Mm-hmm. That was last year. He missed it. So it's 32, 31, 30, <laughs> 29, 28. Uh-huh. In, in his 28-year-old year, uh-huh. he had a career season. That's the best part. With the Vancouver Canucks. Kenny knew it was up. 81 games played, 17 goals, 34 points. I'll take that. Minus okay. 20. Well, ah, that's not a good. We stat. don't look at the plus minus as much anymore. You know? oh, no, use plus minus when it fits your narrative. What the, yeah, exactly. What do the team look like back then? The only minuses I care about come with a green jacket. The Canucks played, finished with a 30, 43, and nine record under Probably. Willie Dejani. <laughs> well, we are so back. Like, <laughs> we haven't been together to do a pod the five us in a while. We're back. Yeah. There you go. Brandon Sutter scored more goals <laughs> than Hendrick Sedin that season. I'm just saying. Just if, saying. If so a player Brandon Sutter has, greater than Hendrick Sedin. That's what yeah. we're saying. Oh, if a player man. has their career year, they might make the team. Mm-hmm. That's what we're. That's the yeah. line we're setting. Listen, oh, if he can just figure out how to get back there, <laughs> you know, and show it in the preseason in like Let's three turn it games. back. <laughs> what I else want the got? reruns. What else? Um, storylines. Mine is Philip Broberg is my storyline. I love that one. That was the one I was debating doing. Good one. Well. Mm-hmm. You were debating yourself in the Delish debate. Sutter. So yeah, Philip Broberg, <laughs> can he become a top four defenseman? I feel like there's a spot on that right side he can take if he's able to adjust a little bit. He only needs to be a top six defender this season. For sure. But I think there's one needs to be a top four 100%, defenseman. but let's, you I know, think, baby steps, baby sure. steps here. Can he be an everyday NHL? I guess. There you go. The there question, you go. There you go. I think he can be. And yep. I think the Oilers are good enough that they should be able to experiment with Broberg for longer and push CC down the lineup and then take it to the deadline and kind of see what happens. Yesterday I was doing my hit on sports 1440 with low tide. And he asked what I thought about these D 
pairing. So I'm going to ask you, Liam, because you brought up Philip Broberg. He had Nurse Bouchard, Ekholm Broberg, Kulak CC, and then Vinny, Vinny's the extra guy. What um, Kulak CC? Yeah, I think Kulak that's Cici. actually how I would roll it. I think Nurse can be a responsible player with Bouchard, and if it kind of goes crazy, then it is what it is, and you can change it around. But Ekholm will make Broberg better, and I think Kulak would make CC better. Plus, CC was hurt most of the season by all reports, so maybe CC comes back and has a has a good year. I would split up Nurse and CC though. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. That'd be my number one. There you have it. The delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. If you have thoughts, your biggest storylines coming into the preseason, hit us up Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter <laughs> oh. and Instagram. Tyler is dialed in. He is not paying attention to the show he is on. We are back, baby. I wanted to see the videos of Coyotes practice. What are they like playing out in the street in front of the arena or what? It was a car. Players. (laughs) We got those big rubber boots on that you used to have to wear in elementary school when I got rainy. So you got those on. Of course. Why not? Sears catalog pads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a show. That's the show. R.I.P. Sears. That's a a show. (laughs) R.I.P. Sears. Gone, but never forgotten. Are they all gone? I don't think they're all gone. I think they're all gone. Western Canada. Yes. I don't think they're all gone. Is Sears closed? Like Sears, isn't, what's that? Isn't it Sears Tower in like yeah? Sure, all uh, different Sears. Not, that's not the same Sears. Yeah, oh. Sears shut all of their stores. The final store closed in January fourteenth, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Wow. That died ago. that day. Wow. Brandon Sutter had seventeen goals. <laughs> <laughs> so if Brandon Sutter can turn it back to when Sears was dominant. That's how. That's how Kenny should be saying it from now on. Arguably, yeah. Like if we, if could we just can just go, go back, back to when Sears was running the sh- the, the department store show, mm-hmm. and the wish book was something that every kid looked forward to. Straight up, that's yep. all we needed. Yeah, you know, hit us up, Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I want to tell you guys about. Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. <gasps> Join the Oilers Nation team at Century Mile Racetrack on September 29th at 6 p.m. to enjoy a free day at the track. Hang out with Oilers Nation's crew, win some prizes, and enjoy some horse racing. Listen, I am excited to bet on some ponies. Mm. I like the plastic ponies in Vegas. I bet on them as if I know what's doing. Why not do it with real horses? We had success betting on the plastic ponies. These are these are the facts. In a sense, real horses should be more predictable. Should be. Yep. Understandable. So what you're saying is money in our pockets. Easy. And there's going to be a heat in the race that is Oilers Nation themed. So where we all have to run. <laughs> the like horses that. get on our backs and we have to run. No, it's a four by 100, but then you race a horse. Ah. Oh, that's the, uh, the, what's that guy's name? He did the, you know, oh. you get, you know, you raced a horse. Really? I'm trying to think of who it was. Ben Johnson. The sprinter. No, yeah, no, it wasn't No, it's was the Canadian it's sprinter. It's Nathan. Donovan, Donovan Nathan. Bailey. Not Donovan Bailey, the other Degrassi. one. Degrassi. Ben, ben Johnson. Not. Rooney Cern. Ben Johnson. Now we're getting closer. I think it's Ben Johnson. Isn't he? Rooney Cern. Sprinter. Who else was part of the Olympics. The one that got, the one that got canceled? The one that got. Donovan was Bailey. Rooney Cern. He, uh, yeah, you got accused of steroids. Pretty sure it's Ben Johnson. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Ben Johnson then. Well, yeah, yeah, no, he, right. no, no, he 100% did cheat and he's admitted Everybody else is. Everybody I was confusing did. Ben Johnson with the American guy. The Carl one Lewis. that Carl, Carl Lewis. Another one that raced Donovan Bailey. Very bad at singing. 
Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. How could you the Johnson and Johnsons, you know? Yeah. I keep them mixed up. There Anyways, we're going to have a lot of fun with the horror track. <laughs> and if you're listening to this. What a, what a plug. I forgot yeah. what we're If you're there. listening to this, you're invited. It is a free day at mm-hmm. the Ponies. We're going to put some money down. Liam and I are going to be doing a special edition of ON Every Day live from the event. So you'll get to see us doing that as well if you want to see that. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to bet on some ponies and there'll be one that's Oilers Nation themed. What that entails, we actually don't know, but they've told us there's an Oilers Nation theme. They're I think all are, the horses, Tyler Uremchuk. I personally think we should pit our staff against each other in a, so. in, a, in a street race. Next Friday, 5.30 start. 5.30, 6 o'clock start in that range. 6 o'clock start. 6 o'clock start. What day? Friday. Friday the 29th, 6 p.m. Come enjoy a free day at the track. Oilers Nation at Century Mile, racetrack and casino. Hang out with me. <laughs> Maybe in That's the casino convincing. afterward. See where the night takes us. <laughs> Airport's right there Maybe. too. What, go for a drink? Could do go whatever you want. Chilies. Go to, go to the party going. Go to Morning the fast. Just come for the chili. <laughs> yeah. That's the only one you're around here, you know? R.I.P. Chilies. <sighs> mm-hmm. Chili's could go back to its 2018 form. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I could get a freckled lemonade anywhere. We would have Chili's back. Getting back to the Oilers. Training camp did kick off this week. The boys are back in town. We got some quotes. We got some players. A little bit banged up. Matias Ekholm is battling a hip flexor issue in his own words. He said it is not an issue or a serious issue. More of a maintenance thing. Ryan McLeod also out. Hopefully not for too long. Any concern about those boys being a little nicked up before we get going? No. If Matthias Ekholm's injury was that bad, they would not have told us what he was injured with. They would have just said lower body injury. Right? No, nah, I think you're too early into the season. You're not into yeah, it enough. Too early to be If there was an well, issue. So, because have they told us what McLeod did? Birthday. <laughs> sure, he wasn't. He was at Chuck E. Cheese all day. That is a big bad. day. So, yeah. that's the difference. New team McLeod policy. No get, update, yeah. right? Of what he's done. But mm-hmm. Ekholm is on maintenance with a hip flexor. Not that I'm totally agreeing with you on this, but I am more concerned about the McLeod thing than the Ekholm thing. Not that I'm like panicked about either, but McLeod was banged up for a good chunk of last year. He was. You would hate for this year to follow the same thing. And then we got to start having all of his summertime videos look like he was walking just fine. <clears throat> so, then what happened? I don't know if he wants to tell anybody. Chuck E. Cheese guys intense, man. Yeah. My point is, if he has another injury riddled season, then we got to have the conversation of like, don't talk into an existence. Okay, sorry. Actually, yeah. I, I say that now because I watched it. Uh, it was day one or it was Monday Night Football, the very first one. And, and Aaron Rodgers was having his interview with um, whatever the, uh, the tennis player there. McEnroe, John McEnroe. Yep. Anyways, McEnroe was like, he's a big Jets fan. He started asking like, hey man, like what about this? And, and Aaron Rodgers was like, man, why would you even like talk that into existence? Like everything's going to go, go, everything, everything went well that night though, right? It's going to go fine. Like blah, blah, blah. And Matt Grimm's like, okay, okay. Like, you know, I'm just like a PTSD long-term Jets fan. Like, I'm sorry. You're right. And Aaron Rodgers is like, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Later on that night, we all know what happened. (laughs) So 20 minutes later, we know what happened. (laughs) Way to go, McEnroe. Yeah. Put it in his head. Don't talk this stuff out there. So you're saying Tyler just damned McLeod to... An injury riddle team. But how do we combat that now? If Tyler's putting it out there, we have to grab it and put it back in our pocket. What's the ceiling for goals for McLeod this year? I'll say 24. I I, I predict, I think, a 20-goal season for McLeod. I think he plays 83 games. He's going to be so healthy. Oh my They're going to trade him at the deadline and he's going to play more because <laughs> he goes to another team. He's going to lend him out to a team for, you know, keep his legs fresh. What's your goal prediction? 23. Dan? I, I guess I'm lower on the totem pole. I'll say like 17. 
if so my I picked 20 because last year 11 goals 57 games paced around 18 something like that I think you can do it yeah, gotta stay healthy though that's what we're talking about right now we still had some times last year where the secondary scoring was a little bit kind of disappears so I don't think you'll yeah. see that as much this year and I, I think you'll not. see his line there that third line I think is going to have an opportunity this year to have a lot of put up a lot of offense I hope so because we know Connor and Leon are going to do Connor and Leon things but fuck would it be great if in the moments when they they're not or can't which isn't often that they just get propped up a little bit mm-hmm. and to be fair the bottom six last year or I should even just say the Oilers with 97 and 29 off the ice last year, they did a good job of like kind of breaking even plus in some areas, like they were better than breaking even, but at the same time, maybe it could get cranked up a notch. Like you said, maybe maybe you're scoring even more and maybe I'd like to be instead of just breaking even. Yeah. You know, let's be in the green a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We still remember times where it was like, you know, Fogel couldn't buy a goal or clouder couldn't listen. Bold prediction of the year. Warren Fogel. Breakaway goal. One of them. <laughs> Opening night. <laughs> I thought you were going more bold than that. <laughs> that, that, is, is bold. that is bold. Still How pretty bold. That but I thought you were going to say like game one, period one, like just calling it. Oh, right could you off. imagine? Yeah. First shift of the game. <laughs> first game goal. one in the opener. Breakaway goal. He just buries it and everyone's like, ah, Season I did start. it. I'd be so happy. Yep. I'd be thrilled. So last year with both McDavid and Dreisaitl off the ice at five on five. The Oilers outscored the opposition by 14. So maybe we should set a goal of like, let's outscore them by like 24 this year. Damn it, I'm in. Get better by 10 goals. I like Are we going to chart this? Sure. Somebody's got to chart it. Not going to be me. We got room on the wall here somewhere. We should get a scoreboard with that. I have a whiteboard at home. Things to watch. Of dry Seidel and McDavid goals. Everyone else. Well, it doesn't Oilers, keep anything oh. yet, but we can, <laughs> Boy, that's what we need to do. <laughs> we can do what we got to do. I was coming up with the idea, gonna, Liam, on the fly. <laughs> blank canvas. Primed for creativity. I'll yeah. bring it in. It's, it's a stand too. So we can. Wow. Where's the sliding door where we kept the, uh, oh, yeah. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spring go steal in. that from little brick. Yeah. Let's I haul that to, over here. I, All of our company plans used to show up in the back of every one of our photos. <laughs> and that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Who thought putting the planning wall right behind the content team? I still think it was a good idea. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Worked out. Wow. I finished off my 10 part series today on the site Yes, you did. Uh, about 10 storylines I'm watching this year. And my final one, I kind of talked about how I think this is going to be a really boring regular season for Oilers fans. Like I just how think so? the team should be very, very good. And if That's they not go boring to me, no, no, but I mean, from the perspective of like, they're going to win 50 games this year. McDavid and Drysdale should be great again this year. Like it should almost be a carbon copy of last year's regular season. And I feel like this regular season will be a lot of kind of like itching. Like, Oh, can we get to the playoffs already? Can we just get to the playoffs already? I'm quite okay with that. I was thinking I'm fine with that too. It's totally fine. Like I I think it's okay that it's going to be because I would much rather that than being with Rick and say mid November and be like, fuck, I can't wait to get to the draft. Yeah. I know we start watching the dub again. Yeah. Not great. We win 50 games. And Connor and Leon do that stuff. I am going to be insufferable. Oh yeah. The people that, well, some people that like this team and a lot that don't, I cannot wait. But anyways, I was just going to say, I think it'd be fun to maybe set some benchmarks of things we're really watching for to stay engaged all year. So one of them, I wrote it down. Oilers outscore the opposition by 24 goals with 97 and 29 off the ice. I like There's it. one. Maybe we'll just keep workshopping these on the next few pods. Things we're keeping an eye on. All right, I like we should that. put a number on how many units we want to be up by the end of the year. Ooh. Mm. Hey, if you think it's going to be a boring regular season, I got an idea on how we spice it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Puck line every night. 
<laughs> Wasn't yeah. that your uh, your plan last year going against Arizona and it worked for like the first? It really did the for the first. And then I don't it really kind of yeah, I, I declared it. <laughs> I don't know how much money we made on those, but. I wasn't betting enough, especially in October. Oh, buddy, that's when you just sprinkle those in for the parlays. Mm, I think that might be Chicago this year early on. I think people are, and the books even to an extent, are going to be a little too enamored with Connor Bedard early in the year. Betway, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> betting against the Hawks puck line every night. All right. There you puck go. line too. Aggressive right, right to the take, camera yeah. and everything. They, to lost, the jugular. they lost a first line, uh, first line player, didn't they? Jujar's over in Minnesota now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. Man, I miss so Last much. I heard anyways. I checked out completely when I was on vacay. I've missed a lot. <laughs> Happens. That's fair. You know, keeps the, keeps the new season fresh for you. When you look at training camp rosters and you see these names that you just didn't know were there. New friends all over the place. Uh, the other news that came out this week is the Edmonton Oilers announced that Michael Parcati has been hired as the senior director of data and analytics. The thing I like about it is the day before the announcement, Jeff Jackson was on the Jason Greger show and he was talking about what analytics are going to mean to the Oilers. And it was all I wanted to hear because he said, it's just another tool of evaluation that has to go in concert with watching the players, getting reads on them and actually watching the games. I love that. There's no salary cap on what you do with management. So why not build an analytics team? And why not get a guy who is a massive Oilers fan? One of the OGs in the space. He developed the XGF stat that we all know and love. Really? He did. Damn. Good for Michael Parcati. I don't know if I really like that one. I don't really either, but good for him still. I don't really like it either, but like I get it's, why people use it. I respect another, being smart enough to develop. It's oh, another, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, don't get me wrong. He's it's probably, like, that's like saying like, I don't like the Phillips head screwdriver. Like it's just a tool no, in the toolbox. Expected goals I know, but it's, for, how many it's times a tool have been, that, oh, this is supposed to happen because it's falling in the X, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And nothing ever. I do like the square it. head more, but it's just kind yeah. of, it's yeah. model. It yeah. just gives you another, another idea, another element, but I will go with the square. Robertson. See, I that goes to back to like really? the high danger scoring chances. Cause I remember there's a game last year that I think we were playing the Islanders because it's Barzell. Barzell scored a goal from like top of the circle inside, oh, like pretty much in the basketball key, if you will. And it went top cheddar over the glove and did not count as a high danger scoring chance. But at a guy point, who does at that a- point, I stopped. Like watching, I, but a guy who does like a low percentage wraparound stuffed into the pads, it's like that is because it's so close to the yeah, net. It doesn't like, yeah, make sense right. to me. Right, See, and, I, and I agree that analytics can be used, but I think hockey is so fluid and there's so many small dynamics to the game that you really can't use it to the point that people want to tell you it's that important. Yes, yes, it is important. Yes, it's the mashed potatoes to your to your turkey dinner, but that's what I love. It can't it can't be your whole dinner. And it's not well, even like the top You've never three. just eaten a big bowl of mashed potatoes? Well but you know yes. besides the point. You know <laughs> yes. For a lot of NHL they teams. They want to make it the stuffing because I like stuffing. But for a lot of NHL teams, the eye test has been the only thing that they've done for a lot longer yeah. than that. So I, I Yeah, I, but the eye nothing. test is like it's happening. You see it, it happened, but when it comes to analytics, like it doesn't account for the fact that the dude was on the ice for 45 seconds and then the puck ended up as some of them don't didn't account for, there's so many minute parts of the game that you can't measure that. I just don't think that analytics can be as big as 
the analytical crowd wants to tell you it is. And yes, it still helps though. And that's why I like what Jack Jackson said. And I quote, analytics are another good tool to use. If you have a toolbox and you don't have one part of your toolbox filled you, or you lost one of your tools and you're not using it, it's going to hurt you. We want to get that toolbox as full as possible and use analytics, but you have to use all the other stuff as well, including watching the games in person, using your own sights and smell tests on players. It's exactly it. I like everything this guy's saying so far. Everything. To do me, think, that's why I like part it. of that is feeding to the, the base. I don't think so. No, I, I legitimately think he believes every it. other team's doing it. Yeah, but I can see a younger guy speaking in a way that he thinks the crowd wants to hear, whereas an old dude is just not going to care. But he's doing the actions right after he but says they're gonna, the things. But, but the team's not, I don't think the team's this, now that we're doing analytics or, or whatever you want to say we're doing now, because there always was a smaller portion of mm. of analytics involved in the team right people want to say no but it was um i just yeah i just not we're not going to make any huge move you're not going to see um uh, uh somebody brought in and go that was because of analytics you might though yeah you might be surprised. You i mean so what i would say like, obviously right obviously we'll see and it's going to take time to figure it out but i can honestly see like if the oilers are actually going to use michael parkati as part of like the evaluation process or at least use his data as part of the evaluation process i could see a scenario where they go hey we like free agent x but, we think he's a great guy we heard that he grinds we heard that he can score a little bit what do the numbers say do the numbers match up to what we're saying okay great they do they don't why not or even like to an extent, kind of the Tampa Bay model for a bit, right? Where it's like, how many times did they pull someone up from the American League and they pop home like 26 goals? And it's like, where the hell did they find that guy? I think that's something, again, where like the analytics can maybe help you. A guy goes on waivers and it's like, whoa, is he being overlooked because of some traditional metric? Think of it like Moneyball, right? But the analytical guys you, you referred to from Tampa Bay, were they brought in as... UFAs or something like that, or were they brought in as a draft and then molded throughout your organization? Well, it's a bit of A and B, I think. Well, I think there's two different things. Like if you if you mold them, if you if you've drafted them, you mold them, then you kind of put this player together. Yeah, yeah. If you bring them in from you know waiver wire or whatever, then I agree with you. That could be your analytical sure. using what to bring them in. But when it comes to Tampa Bay, weren't they all like part of the organization to begin with? Ah, uh, like I'm, now I'm struggling to come up with an example off the top of my yeah, head, but. <laughs> Um, Ross Colton, I guess, would be someone who like fits your bill of like a guy who was kind of drafted and developed in there. Um, yeah, they paid a lot for Hagel, so he's maybe not the best case, but all right. I just yeah. think it's like if you have the opportunity to build this yeah. tool set, why wouldn't you? Is no, 100%. I, I mean, if it's an option, it's a tool, you have to use it. Yeah, just and broaden just, the toolbox. Nothing he said in that in those interviews was outrageous. Like it was nothing. It was all very middle ground to your point. Yeah. But I, I do think that he doesn't have to come out and say any of that stuff if he doesn't want it, if he doesn't believe it. He just doesn't acknowledge it at all and just keeps moving on. Forward. Yeah, he doesn't say it at all, right? Yeah. Whether he believes it or not believes it but, or anything in between. But he did say it. Yeah. And so now he's- But I, that's why I, I just think that he's saying those things is quite possibly just kind of making sure that people hear what they want to hear. We're going to keep doing it what we have the way we want to, but we'll tell you this, that other thing. It's I don't think that is what it is. Then it's smart PR, but yeah, I I I legitimately think think he wants to bolster the organization. No, hundred percent. I mean, everybody made everyone tore Holland apart after every presser, right? Cause I mean, he just did old man things and like saying Brandon Sutter needs to go back. Yeah. hundred percent. If you come back to the way he was at 28, hang on one sec. It's been up and down like a toilet seat. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to miss old man isms when he's away. <laughs> I, like 
That's another storyline. Like that's not a preseason storyline, Tyler, but that's another storyline to follow this year. We're in the last year of who's Ken Holland's contract. Who's the GM next year? It's fair. You know? And who's making the decisions this year? Is it Ken Holland on his way out? Because we've done that before with a person on their way out. And that didn't That one was different so well. though. Yeah, it was. That guy was Ken's on the Ken's <laughs> looking at retirement. He's looking at that beach in Penticton or wherever he hangs out, you know? That's fair. But he doesn't. But he doesn't have to solve drowning. But he doesn't have to solve any of the problems. Pictures of uh, retirement, retired uh, Tippett, and going. You know what? I like that. He's been practicing pickleball all summer. He's getting ready to go. (laughs) That's where Ken Hall. A hell of a pickleball player. Fucking right. I wonder if the new GM is already in house. Like I know this like the stale singer like thought he was. Yeah. yeah, we thought he was. We were but a little dooped there. They're making all these moves, like changing the head scout and now this analytics team. Like, seems I don't know. Do you Jeff think is Jeff like Jackson is going to slide down? No, 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 not that. But nobody's like, got someone in his crosshairs who's going to get plucked yeah, in here yeah, eventually. Like, you bring in someone new, and he's like, "Well, I don't like this guy, and I don't like this guy," and it's like, "Well, we already hired him. Well, Last we should year, probably. Why would we fire him? I would imagine we should be looking at his old agency then, maybe." For some well, people, Wasserman probably Holland, Holland or Stales, right? Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he would go outside the organization into like one of his number guys, one of his people that worked at the at the agency. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe McDavid. Maybe Connor has player GM. <laughs> Nobody's doing it. Never been done. I say pay him a bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, not you can get you can get Connor down to like an eight million dollar <laughs> a year, and then pay mm-hmm. GM Connor another fourteen. I agree. We're laughing, and now Connor's an $8 million player. Maybe give him a percentage of merch. Wow. You know, yeah. why not? Give him a burger, hot dog, named after him. Not I would like the Jeff Jackson. <laughs> give him a single one. <laughs> when there do we are. announce the Jeff Jackson jambalaya? <laughs> Where is it, and how much is it? $40, and they pour it right in your hand. <laughs> Did you ask Gregor to ask him that? I should have. I wish yeah. I knew he was going on Gregor's show. I'd been like, hey, Jeff Jackson jambalaya coming, yes? All right. Highest earning agents from Wasserman Hockey. If we're looking to handicap who the next GM is. Number one is Judd Moldover. Moldover. <laughs> the Doesn't only Judd I like care about is the one from the Breakfast Club. He is McDavid's new agent, though, so we should care a little bit about Okay, him. never mind. Oh, Number two on the list. Gagne's dead. Dave Gagne. Are we not about to get a <laughs> oh Dave Gagne, Sam Gagne, GM, AGM, dual hybrid oh hire? Oh, my we just, goodness. We just came up with this uh, on. It. You heard it here first. You thought oh, you were I, want, sneaky, I, would Jeff. Love to, I would love to ha- see that happen just oh to God. see how the... How the uh, the old boys club. Oh my no, God. how the fans Sorry. would take it. That's because what he, yeah. first of all, we were not supposed to bring uh, Keith Gretzky in because Wayne. nepotism and yeah, it's Wayne and blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. But we like they Keith. brought Keith like in Keith. and Keith has proven himself over time Is and time Keith again. Is supposed to be the guy? We I forgot about Keith. Should right? be in the conversation. He's in, he's I think he's now, GM now that right Steos now, right? is out if he, he is or isn't Holland i think i think he is still i think keith is yeah holland did say that like I yeah was but he confused. also said he hadn't seen him in a month he said he's, <laughs> uh, he's i'm pretty sure he still works for us <laughs> i signed his paycheck <laughs> you know it's I passed him in the hallway but would one that time not last summer that would kind of put i mean in turn in terms of internal options i put Gretzky back in the spot it could uh, keith not wayne i'm also curious just to see because this would be like jeff jackson's first hire so I imagine he's going to want to do it the right way. At least I hope so. Yeah. Based on his, what he said and done so far, I think he would. Yeah. I think he's a smart guy who's not going to get sucked into the whole, like, I want to hire one of my guys. He seems like the type who's going to do this the right way. Do you think he's wanted to be in this position for a while? I think so. I think if I've you've wanted to be in this position for a while, have you not been handing out interviews? 
to everyone you've talked to for the last X well, amount of time. Imagine as an agent, you have to be. They're not careful. real interviews, but you know, you're like, well, this no, guy, you, you kind of have. Yeah. In my. You're, no, in my, you know, in my calendar. Yeah. After you've gone negotiating with like, Ken Holland, like, hey, man, I would love your job if you're ever looking to get out of here. <laughs> That's another thing, too, is that Jeff Jackson's Rolodex must be ridiculous. Right. And yeah. with, you know, some of the other teams, like the Canucks went with what's his name and then the Habs went with the other guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Non-traditional GMs, kind of, or different GMs out of the normal Alvin circle. Alvin and uh, Ken Hughes. Yeah. Was Alvin right. an agent? He was wasn't an agent. an agent, but was he, he not? No. But to your point, bag milk out of the coat, uh, out of the GM carousel again, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't going see us popping into the, the GM carousel. Hey, we're not well, hiring Doug Armstrong. That's the thing. That's what I was going to say is like, I don't think they're going back to, I would say confidently we're not going back to the GM carousel because Jeff Jackson doesn't want somebody to come in. That's like, well, I've been doing it this way my whole life, Jeff, yeah. you're not going to listen. If Tell we, yeah, if we went, went into it, I'd be someone that's forward thinking. I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dallas there might be a, there might be a couple there might be a couple of young guys out there still in that carousel if you will. Uh, there's probably guys for sure that are also just like they're due for a job, you know? But we'll see. They got some big uh contract negotiations coming um, yeah, up. I don't I'm know. Still, I would still be scared about giving a guy his first Yeah, I mean, yeah, first the first job. order of business is staring down Leon Drysaddle and be like, e. What do you need, Leon? <laughs> and he's yeah, like, Everything I, you have. I, I yes, kind of like the idea of what like the Leafs went with, to be honest, where they get an experienced guy like Brad Tree living. He's not like yeah. on the spectrum of like, oh, he's so old. He's been he's around. He's not a retread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He probably has been, hasn't he? I, I don't know. Alternate theory. Mean? We get Jim Treliving. Hey. Boston pizzas everywhere. That oh, would be nice. Yeah. Arena food just went up a notch. Mm -hmm. oh, there goes. I will not rest till I can get cactus cuts. At <laughs> no more pizza 73 being dropped from the ceiling. Nope. Just a big thing of Thai chicken bites coming down. He's got Bandera pizza bread flying Yo, everywhere. They start There's dropping Boston Brutes from the top. Oh, 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 oh. Not even wrapped. No. <laughs> just them out. Just handfuls of the meat coming down at you from the upper deck. It's a it. salami fest. I'm straight. I'm, in, I'm, I'm down. I love it. I'm in. This is the best idea we've had so far. Bring one of those fishing nets. Catching salami. Yeah, trying to catch everything I can. Mm. Oh, mm. but a huge fishing net. Not just one of the, like the handheld one. I want one of those ones they like overhand <laughs> chuck into the water. There's going to be collateral damage for sure, but I'm going to get my fill. All right. Uh, we got to move on. Interesting little quote I want to read you guys. I don't know if you had seen it, but uh, Tyson Berry appeared on Luke Gazdick's podcast, Mitts Off. And he just talked about getting traded. And I just wanted to read it, get your take. I was having a pretty good year and I didn't think I was going to be on the radar. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I heard some Eric Carlson rumors. I talked to Kenny and he told me that's kind of only place you're going to go if we have a chance to get Eric Carlson. He said, hey, no problem, as if to suggest he understood that the opportunity presented by the Oilers might be too good to pass up if it is Carlson. So ultimately, Tyson Berry didn't necessarily think he was going anywhere. We know he went to Nashville for Matthias Ekholm. Just thoughts? I wonder how long well, the Ekholm thing was. I was just going to say, then. in Ken Holland's defense, when when he was talking to him about Ek Carlson, maybe Being Ekholm honest. wasn't even like in yeah, the conversation honest. at all. Maybe Barry should ask about Ekholm too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He, he just starts like, questions. He pulls up cat friendly and he goes through all the defensemen on the list. He goes, what about this right. guy? What about him? <laughs> this guy? Nope. Not him. If, all right. if you haven't been told you're not getting traded, you can be traded. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like it was unfortunate because Barry, good guy in the room was having a good year, all that stuff. But, sure. But like, again, you get a chance to have Matias Ekholm, like, Sports of sports. It's not like they dumped him off it's to a cruel mistress. It's not like they traded him to, you know, insert dog shit market here. Like he didn't get to go to Nashville. Like I'm kind of pretty fun hearing Tyson Berry talk about the trade, to be honest. Yeah. Like, come on, wow. man. It's been months. <laughs> Liam from the top. Well, did they like, ask him the question or did he bring it up himself? <laughs> I mean, either way, stop talking about it, man. <laughs> Listen, guys, I've had <laughs> enough of this on. shit. It's been a couple months already. <laughs> <laughs> Just move on. Liam I said know. that I, I have spoken too much about this trade. Sorry, I can't answer your question. <laughs> I kind of get it. You're sick of talking like, about it. Yeah, like, no, I'm with you. The whole conversation needs to move on. He's been gone for since when's the trade deadline? March 1st or whatever? <laughs> it's been a while. You've had an entire summer. Hey man, heartbreak Aren't takes you a while. dead you yet? In, you live in Jeez. Nashville, Tennessee over Edmonton, Alberta. How dare you? You should be much happier. Wow. Yeah, what? Summer in Victoria. Wait, Says the guy wearing a Nashville go baseball sales. jersey. <laughs> yeah, wow. I want to go. Wow. Should have came trade last time. Trade me, Ken. Are you just mad because he didn't take you with him? <laughs> no, I just Jeez. mad. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Edmonton taking some shrapnel from Liam here. Yeah, that was Edmonton's the new Paris, well, apparently. Yeah. Not even casual. So, <laughs> so we didn't come last time. I really thought I was going to get them all back in on that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to introduce a new sponsor of the podcast here quickly. I want to talk about some of the moments that we enjoyed from last year as we're looking ahead. I want to look back a little bit for our friends at Alberta Brew Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. We just <sighs> talked about some new stuff that we're expecting. I want to look back at last year really quickly around the horn. When you think of just like your best moments from last year, cause we're going into another season. That's going to be exciting. The others are going to be good. Like Tyler said, they have a chance to be Stanley cup champions. Knock on wood. When you think back to last year, what is one of your favorite moments from the 2022, 23 season, Liam? Uh, McDavid scoring his 60th goal and being behind the net when he scored it. Because that game, you may remember, started at 9 p.m. that night because it was on TNT broadcast. Mm. And I got home at like 1 a.m. And then he went to overtime and it was just a visible groan. I feel like the, he's still upset about crowd. this too. But that was epic to be there, to see McDavid do that. I had a nice time. Also, like that goal, right, is he freaks out and is like mashing his stick against the boards, like stuff Connor McDavid has like never really done. Yeah. Because I think even he kind of recognized how sweet it would have been to like pop home 60 in OT to win the games. Like he's pissed off hitting his stick and then like gets the puck back. Tries the same move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Executes well. Yeah. Oh, 
No, man. I'll let other people have a, a moment before I give my second. Dan, what do you got? Best moments from 2022-23. Well, I'm going to selfishly steal it. I don't know why Liam didn't pick this, but it's when the Germans came and they oh, got no. to got to spend time with one Devin Shore. I really as hope well Devin's as not listening to this podcast today. If he knows that Liam did not bring up that. Yeah, as eh? I think Devin Shore thinks I'm German, to be fair. Probably, so, yeah. Not expecting That's this. fine. But uh, yeah, the Oilers coming out and meeting our German friends was a, was a highlight of the year. Liam could me. have been like, hey, my favorite memory is uh, I met Devin Shore and now I'm literally on Twitter as a searchable GIF. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You met Devin Shore, correct? Devin Skull, yes. You said hello? I, yeah. A Maybe words. a couple extra words? I asked him about the jersey number. Okay, well, bump, I'll tell you this. Joked. At this point, I'm going to assume <laughs> that he did not think you were German. Maybe he's not good at recognizing well. accents. <laughs> he goes, this English guy sounds, this German guy sounds really English to me. <laughs> Is that a German English yeah. accent you have there? Those are very uncommon. You don't hear that often. Yeah. Rick, favorite moment from 2022-23. Individual know. moment. I think uh, that ridiculous, like Leon scoring from... His angle got worse and worse and worse and worse. Oh, through like the keyhole, essentially? Yeah, man. But if you're talking about the whole season, I think it was Connor's individual offensive success. Mm -hmm. Hard not to pick it. That was insane. What was it, Tyler, you had in your article today at OthersNation.com? Best season in like 25 years or something like that? Yeah, like since the year 2000, it's the most productive season. And he clears Kucherov's year by like whatever, 27 points. It's like ridiculous. Tyler, favorite moment of last year. Oh, you know what's a bit of a... I, I like it because it was just such a big turning point. But when they came out of that loss against LA and then just rattled off like six straight wins, they won like eight of 10 or something crazy like that. And it just felt like that's when the team really came together. And it was a little bit after the arrival of Clem Costin, but like Clem Costin was suddenly making an impact and it was the whole Vinny in, we win thing. That's um, with Vinny, we winny. Sorry. Okay. Such Sorry. Wow. Um, but I just remember, like, they lost that game six three to the. He was waiting for you to screw that up. Four scraps in that game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like Pulleyarvi was fighting yes, guys, like everything, and then they just came out of that one, and it was six two seven one. Then they beat the Golden Knights, beat the Kraken, beat the Lightning, and that whole stretch was just. It was a lot of fun because we were worried about the team there. At least I was. You we were, were in Vegas. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, we saw them win in Vegas, right? Because. We, I think going into the trip, we were like, oh, good. They just got spanked by LA. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They won. Then they lit they, up we, San Jose. Yeah. We were, we were party. at the bar for the San Jose game, right? That was the watch party. Who was the yeah. player in that game who Jay bound to get a hat trick and he thought he got it? Yanmark. It was Matias Yanmark first goal. Yeah. No, he bet on someone to score a hat trick in the San Jose game. Nuge? That we were watching. I think Nuge had two. And then he Nuge had one McDavid. Had, no, it was McDavid. McDavid was had two, oh, yeah. And Nuge scored. I mean, Jay celebrated as if he had won <laughs> oh, yeah. the bet. <laughs> he had an, uh, oh, no, that was at our Christmas party. Jay bet Matthias Janmark first goal of the game. Oh, Matthias yeah. Janmark scored the first Oilers goal, but it was not the first. And then he started yelling at all of us and pointing his finger that we didn't buy into his bet. <laughs> I lost Jay. <laughs> My favorite memory of last season. How could I not? Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 100 points. Nobody saw that one coming. We all hoped. I thought you were going to say when he fought Justin Hole. That one too. Like, (laughs) come on. He absolutely tuned up Justin Hole. He's a goon. Just goon Nuge came out and he does. Now that I'm thinking about that, Dan, that was a good fight. Didn't give Justin Hole an option. Pre dad strength. Oh, now girl dad Nuge, get out of here. He's going to toss dudes around. Mm -hmm. So my favorite memory 
of the year. Your Alberta Blue Cross memorable moment was Ryan Nugent Hopkins hitting 100 points. Are we, did everyone give one? Uh, yes. I was thinking of an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. <laughs> uh, you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. The final moments of game six versus LA when we're all at Greta mm. and Skinner stick broke. And then was it Yamo who scored the winner? Or- yeah, Yamo oh, yeah. scored the winner. Skinner stick Philip Deneau scored oh, the tying goal. That was nuts because it was just so up yeah. and down. That was cool. That's a good way to plug the fact that we are going back to Greta season opening party, October 11th. Mm-hmm. I think we might be doing live pre and post game shows from there as well. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to party, watch the Oilers celebrate the fact that the season is back. So stay tuned. Tickets, I think, go on sale next week. For Cornerstone Insurance, it is time for Ask Wait, the Idiot. I had, I had an honorable mention, too. Oh, okay. I wanna, this. I like this one. <laughs> they had a game against Montreal in December, Hockey Night in Canada, and they were down one nothing. And then remember, Montreal took a million penalties, and the Oilers scored three power play goals, and I'm looking at it, under eight minutes. They scored three power play goals, and then they ended up rolling the Habs. Uh, honorable two, mention, the Oilers' power play in general. Yeah. You know, you'd watch some other teams play that the Oilers were not involved in those games and they would go on the power play. You go, God, this is garbage. So you watch this all the time. That sucks. <laughs> Wait, I have an honorable mention. Um, I have Clem Costin when he refused to put on or take a photo with the Flames fan at photo day. Oh, I love it. Uh, I've got Dreisaitl knocking the stick out of Trupa's hand after the game winning goal. Uh, just as little moments oh, yeah, that, that happened. McDavid scoring four on four in the accuracy contest and still losing somehow. Uh, Okay. And then uh, also Evander Kane uh, and the fan getting flipping him off in the stands. That happened yeah, great this year. photo. Great photo. So just a couple of other moments that were out there. Uh, Kane's fuck around, find out moment. That was that was that was a good clip. Mm. I liked it. The rise uh, of Stew. Rise of Stew. Great mustache. Fantastic. Electric. Even for our friends at Cornerstone Insurance, it is time for Ask the Idiots. I got three questions for you, boys. Cornerstone Insurance for 90 years has been one of Edmonton's premier boutique insurers with every product that you could ever hope for in terms of insurance. If you visit cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation, you can get an online quote in just a few moments. And if you use the promo code nation, you'll get an exclusive rate on your deal. Oh, hey, Kennedy. Thanks, Waz. We're in the middle of a podcast here, Waz. Yeah. Is it working? <laughs> record a podcast in here. Ask the idiots. Number one, I am asking you first, Liam. All right. The last boss you had before you worked at Oilers Nation asks for your phone. He wants to look at your pictures. <laughs> How fucked are you when he looks at him, or do you just throw that phone into the ocean? <laughs> you can just look. There's nothing on there. All right. Dan, the concept of throwing it in the ocean as being the way to erase it is amazing, but, uh, go I'm, find it. I'm not entirely fucked, uh, but they're going to be very confused by like the memes and the content that I've screenshotted over the years. 25,000, by the way, Rick, what do you got in your phone? Ocean. <laughs> he has going to the ocean. Tyler, what do ocean. you got? I think I'm generally pretty safe. I would give up my phone to whoever's asking really, if you want to get to know me better, I think it's a fine tactic. <laughs> okay. Tyler uses it actually in some of his own job yeah. interviews. And after <laughs> Tyler's going to power rank his uh, coworkers, and yeah. I think I probably think we should do that anyway. Yeah, you know, maybe That's have a, a whiteboard idea. that you were talking about. Maybe we use a portion <laughs> of that just rank the office, like how Deion Sanders ranks his kids exactly, yep. and just. <laughs> I try to dig it. What does he say? He's like, I know you all do it too. He's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, you just don't do it publicly. I'm like, I don't know. I think some parents might actually like just love just all their, love kids their kids a lot. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, we all rank them. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, you can look at my phone. I mean, <laughs> ooh, the pictures I don't mind you looking at. Actually, you know what? You can look at my phone. <laughs> Maybe. Do you want the job? You have to want this job. Okay, so I want the job. Ocean. You know what? Yeah, it's going to the ocean. <laughs> if there's, yep. Ocean. Yep. I'm not worried about the pictures. Mm. There's just some other stuff in there that, you know, that's just for bag milk. Ocean. I don't get the <laughs> reference behind it though. What, uh, what's the reference behind the question? Not sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't hear. Random question. Random question oh, real quick around the horn. Liam, of all the people on the podcast, whose phone do you want to see? <laughs> Rick's apparently. Yeah, I'm with Rick too, Dan. A uh, Rick? <laughs> Tyler? Yeah, I'm in on Rick now too. Like, it's just, all right, Rick. <laughs> all right, cough it up, Rick. All right, next question. Ask the idiots. I'm Tyler, starting with you, Tyler. How do you guys deal with dumb hockey people? My boss last season was one of the nurse has to go people. And then earlier this week, he told me Nuge needs to have a better season because he was bad last year. How do I handle this? Uh, the way I handle it is just by kind of just sucking it up and being like, yeah, totally, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And just end the conversation. Just don't engage. I, I, I totally understand what the guy's going through, though, because there's a lot Absolutely. of times where people will like and I love talking hockey with whoever wants to talk hockey with me. But there's a few times where some guys had a few too many at a bar and he'll be like, you're up, Chuck. I got something I, I need to run past here. you. <laughs> I think the Oilers need to trade Skinner. Hear me out. And it's like, damn it. I'm, nope, not hearing you. Like, I'm sucked into this. This shit. has nothing to do with anything, but me and sales guy, Jared, were trying to get Tyler down on the patio for a beer yesterday after work. And he left and he was not, <coughs> but we were like, Tyler, join us. We were yelling at him as he was getting in the truck to drive away. What you missed is once you got in the truck, everybody else on the patio started yelling at you as well. Cause everyone knew who you were. <laughs> ah, like, well, your M Chuck's not having any fun already. Come on. <laughs> I was feeling under the weather, but to make you up for sick. it, Tyler was sick. I was sick. But what did I do before we started recording this pod? You yeah, took beers out of here. Crushed no, three beers. No, I took beers and put them in the fridge for after. Oh, um, I thought they were for the podcast. No, I thought you shotgunned them all. Okay. Yeah, I heard beers. They walked past, went, I'm like, they're going the wrong way. <laughs> Rick, how do you deal with idiot hockey fans? Call stupid, stupid. <laughs> Fair. I was going to say, like, I think we're probably like four of the five of the most qualified people to answer this question. Cause we all get these opinions thrown at us all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I just tend to make the person keep repeating what they're saying just so that they have to keep hearing it over and over again and really like absorb what they're saying. Like Darnell nurse is unless you tell absolutely them. useless. Oh, what did you, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Darnell nurse is absolutely useless. Yeah. What, but is he playing on defense? Is you, you said he was absolutely useless and just keep going back and forth. Liam, how do you deal with hockey idiots? Well, if they're on Twitter, I just mute them. <laughs> you are you are an aggressive muter. You uh, mute everyone. One false move. <laughs> You're out of that. Sorry, Paris. Hey, okay, so just a note: if uh, Liam never interacts with you, just think about that. You're probably, <laughs> there's probably a reason. Um, how do I deal with them in person? No, I just kind of walk through it with them. Like I ask, like if they say, like, "Well, nurse sucks," it's like, "Why?" Yeah. They'll say, "Why?" And they're like, "We should just trade him." I was like, "Well, how are you going to trade his contract?" Like, oh, we'll just do it for this, this, and this. I was like, well, that won't work because of this. And then they're just like, oh, yeah. And then they kind of forget the idea. I've done that a few times through my time, mostly with my dad. (laughs) (laughs) My tactic is to take your nonsense and read it on a podcast so that I benefit from your stupidity. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Smart. Smart. I think that is the move. So uh, who asked this? Ian, start a podcast. 
<laughs> read out people's stuff on your podcast. What? That's my advice. What Becky said at work <laughs> yesterday, in the podcast. Exactly. That's exactly what you do. Last question. Ask the idiots. We got to roll because Rick's got six minutes. Oh, I'm laughing. He said he has to be at work at three. Four or three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, three. all right. So we got this. Yeah. The rate we go vibing. sometimes we go, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, it's a fair 20, warning to, give us has to get it. It was kind of like, you know, sometimes you got to tell your significant other, like, we got to leave the house at 8 a.m. Even though you know you don't have to leave the house till 8.15, but you build in a bit of a buffer. Rick I mean, does that You only take 15 us. minutes. Hey, I do a full 90. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're then you're real fucked if they're on time. Yeah, yeah. It's hard well, to hide that one. Let me know when that happens. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump in the middle here, Dan. Yes. We're going to play a little fantasy for the week. This one comes in for, or for the year, I should say. Coming in from Blake. Who are your fantasy favorites heading into the season four? One. Your favorite sleeper pick. Let's just do Oilers here. Just make it easy. Your favorite sleeper pick on the Oilers. Your favorite breakout pick on the Oilers. Who's going to bust on the Oilers and who's having a bounce back season? Uh, Number one, let's start with favorite sleeper pick. Sleeper pick is going to be Connor Brown. I I, I don't think that he's necessarily a sleeper pick, but I think his value is going to be lower in the drafts. So yeah, he only played four games last year. Makes sense. How about, uh, well, let's just go around the horn. We'll do all four individually. Liam, who you got? Favorite sleeper? Uh, I'll go Campbell. Oh, okay. like people aren't going to think about him. Okay. Rick, who you got? Favorite sleeper pick. What are the other categories? Breakout, bust, and bounce back. Breakout, bust, bounce back. And this bust. is sleeper. Uh, Fogel. Contract mm-hmm. Fogel. Mm-hmm. Contract your Fogel. Tyler, who's your sleeper pick <laughs> on the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, putting you it into a fantasy dude. perspective is always tough because like a guy like Fogo is a good sleeper for the Oilers, but like I don't know how many leagues Warren Fogo would get drafted in. So I'm going to say Evander Kane just because his production was still solid from a fantasy perspective, but he played half the year. He's fully healthy and gets 70, 75 games in. You might have a 30 goal score that you could probably draft in, you know, round what? Seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to pick... I don't know how many people outside of our market really can appreciate how many points Evan Bouchard can put up. And if he's on the power play, which he will be, mm-hmm. he's in line for a big, big season. He was going to be my, if we can go skip ahead to the next one, sure. the breakthrough breakout. 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 I think Evan Bouchard's going to hit just another level. I think he's going to be one of, if not the best fantasy defenseman in the league this year. He, he was 38th in even strength points last year. And remember he played a, Good chunk of the year on the third pairing with Philip Broberg, sheltered minutes. Okay, if this guy's now on the ice even more when McDavid and Drysaddle are at five on five, and he gets a full year of running the point on the power play, he's going from a 40-point defenseman to, I, I think he could be a 60-70 point D-man next year. I like it. Rick, who's your breakout player for the Edmonton Oilers? Breakout player, I think you're going to see Dylan Holloway. Dylan Holloway is also my pick for breakout player. Nation Dan, who you got breakout player for 2023, 24. I, I, I just have hope in the kid. Uh, I'm going to say Broberg comes into the lineup and looks comfortable and doesn't, and gives them pause for thought when, uh, at home's good and healthy. Liam, who you got? I think it's so hard to say like a breakout player in fantasy for the, it's so obvious <laughs> who's going to be on the power play and who's going to score points. Yeah. Say Eckholm maybe it's like a breakout fantasy option. He's never really been the guy, right? And if blocked like shots count in your league, that actually could be an interesting one. Yeah, and he's got it. a little bit of offensive touch too. Yeah, like yeah, we, we saw, saw it last that. year. Reversing the order, Liam, you're up first. Who's the biggest bust? Oh boy. Um, I actually think 
I don't think he's going to bust, but I think I don't think Hyman will do as well this season. So I'll just say Hyman. Yeah, he probably points last year. A little higher. Nation Dan, who's busting for you? Okay, I'm actually thinking fantasy again instead of trying to just come up with an answer. Uh, I would say bust wise, I just think because of his where he's going to be drafted, uh, because he's on this team again, is Evander Kane. I just don't see him matching those numbers this year, con or not in contract year. So yeah, Vander Kane will be my you got Rick pick. You'll see a you'll see a slight regression in Nuge's numbers, I believe. I was also gonna pick Nuge. I love him, but like 104 points was bananas. Yeah. yeah. Like I think if you're to order off the Oilers in the order they're gonna be picked in fantasy drafts, McDavid Drysidle, then Nuge, Hyman, Boosh, then it's Kane. I think Kane this year can outproduce Hyman and Nuge. So one of Hyman or Nuge is my answer. Last question. One more time around the horn. Tyler, your best bounce back bet. I think people are forgetting how good Darnell Nurse can be offensively when he's rolling. Remember that Canada division year? He was really, really good. He scored like 17 goals in 56 games. So I'll say Daryl. Rick, who you got? Bounce back season. I was going to say Nurse, but I'll go back to uh, I'll, I'll go back to Fogel. I think he had a bit of a dip last year, and I think you're going to see a big, uh, big surprise out of him this year. Yeah, I, I would also pick Fogel as my pick for bounce back. I think that his year was pretty crap last year. So if he can give us though, like what he gave us the last, yes. probably That's 40% right. of the year. Yep. Like we're bugging. Who you is got for a bust? fantasy? Yep. Fantasy bust or fantasy bounce back. Sorry. Uh, well, Connor Brown played four games last season. He should bounce back pretty good. I think I don't know. Like I don't play Aaron too with McDavid. I just it assume is fair. that yeah, his average draft position will be lower, but you never know. Not in Edmonton. I don't know who would pick him in a draft for fantasy, but I, it's got to be Jack Campbell for me. Like if, if you need an extra goalie on your fantasy team or something and he's because he's going to slip way down into a later round. Like it's probably going to be a free agent. Arguably. I mean, like, come on, he's got to be better than the eight eighty whatever he was has to be right. Yeah, he will has to be. So there's my pick cornerstone insurance. Ask the idiots. Just slide on into my DMS. The boys don't see these questions before we do them. But I would like to hear from you. Slide on into my DMS on social media. I will include you next week. Time to wrap up the podcast here. Hot coal performers. It is our signature bit outside of word association. <laughs> As we do every week, we start off with our coal performers. But first I got to tell you about Will Hawk beef jerky. Mm. Most importantly for me, where I live in the West end, I found the West end location. I found the residence of the pickled eggs. Mm-hmm. I am. I've stocked up. I have not had one yet. They're in my fridge. Also when you're done. You get a free mason jar. Come on. Win-win. I could Value. keep, I could keep mm-hmm. potpourri in there. You could. You know? Willock Beef Jerky, they got three locations. Spruce Grove, Leduc, and West Edmonton Mall. Go grab some jerky. Maybe you do what Wanye said yesterday on Nation Real Life, and you make yourself socks out of beef jerky, so you got a snack wherever you go. It's just something to think about. Not you a terrible idea. You don't like that idea, that Liam? It's a terrible idea. I liked it at first. I thought like, that could work. And I kind of maybe thought, if, maybe you're well. eating tube socks. You're starting mid shin. <laughs> yeah. But what about the no shows? That's all bottom of the foot. <laughs> you don't want that one. Jerky holds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I was, was going to pivot Wanya's idea into suspenders, maybe. Ooh. You know, hold up my slacks. Yeah, how long are they going to be held up for, though? No. Not By the end long. of the day, I've got no slacks on. That's how nice it goes. Proximity to Ooh, you know what it is? Go ahead. A necktie. Mm, now we're talking. Mm. Yeah, then by the end of the night, when it's time to party, you're already free up top. Exactly. Then you're you full. You guys seen that uh, game show out of Japan? The Is It Candy show? 
where they make them bite random stuff. Ew. Have to oh. find Japan's out got the gnarliest era. shows. <laughs> they really, really do. <laughs> yeah. So right, maybe we go. have to workshop some kind of, is it jerky? Huh? <laughs> I don't know how we do it. But, we'll but every it. time it is just jerky. It's just, yeah, it's just jerky, jerky always. <laughs> Starting off with our cold performers for our friends at Wilhawk. As we always do, we get our veggies out of the way here first. Tyler, your M. Chuck, you were up first. Your Wilhawk beef jerky cold performer of the week. So, there's in Major League Baseball, when a player, a legend is retiring, they do like a farewell tour their last year and every organization gives them gifts, right? Hmm. Um, so, you know, what kind of gifts we talk players about? come to Toronto and they'll give them like a can- custom Canada goose jacket and like something oh, that's else, a nice right? Gift. And, and all that stuff. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is doing this this year. He's gotten mm-hmm. a lot of great gifts from different spots. Yep. He went to Oakland and the Oakland A's gave him just a bottle of wine and people went and looked it up. It retails for $80. Come on. <laughs> they got him. And other teams were getting like thousand dollar gifts for Mickey. They gave him one $80 bottle. Oh, of wine. Not you, like even engraved or and anything. And you know they didn't pay for it either. No, they probably just they went, just to went like, into one of like the bars and just grabbed one off the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Fuck, Mickey's playing. Go get him a bottle. We've brought, we brought a present. We brought a eighty dollar bottle of wine for Mickey. <laughs> You're as cold as ice. Rick, you're up next. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky this Cold one, Performer of the Week. This one to me is quite easy. It's NFL injuries right now. Yeah, fair. I hope. I don't know who plays fantasy football here, but uh, there's some teams out there that have. Uh, they're taking a beating right now. Yeah. See, as you can see, and that the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. I had a, That I injury had, to Chubb was disgusting. I had a Gnarly. tough one because I'm in a league with Gavin, and mm-hmm. it is a, is a, it's literally called the High Rollers League. Okay. It is quite expensive to be in there. And <laughs> I, I'm 2-0 and in the league, so I'm first, and the waivers is obviously 12-1. to And I had Nick Chubb. You have waiver wires, so though. Not fab? No, we do not do fab. You just need to do fab. Uh, Fab's way to go. Know. I had a guy. Yeah, because as the guy who was last place in the waiver wire, you literally could have just went yeah, but and purchased brings, your. Bring some competitiveness. Well, and I, I'm I'm looking good this week anyway. Right. What's what's fab? Sorry for it's the like non- free agent box. You auction on the waiver oh, wire. Oh, you get you get a hundred yeah. bucks to spend on the year. That's fun. Nation Dan, you're up. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky Cold Performer of the Week. I'm just gonna give it to my. S- self i guess for our car getting hit by another person this week so got to deal with that so had a car accident cold performer of the week have you ever fought before yeah you have yeah you're probably beat up in the bus stop most of the time i think so huh (laughs) weird button to pick for me but okay (laughs) liam you're up next i've been thinking will hot cold performer of the week sorry uh i've been wondering if i should do this one but i'm gonna give it to myself as well i had an interaction with a listener of this show and I kind of forgot our my job for a few minutes while I was talking what? to him. And it was just an incredibly awkward interaction because I was looking at him thinking, who are you the whole time? And it was just someone who listens to our podcast. So apologies <laughs> to that person for the terrible interaction we had. Hope it's better next time. Nice work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was that other story you were going to tell me about. Which one? Don't you, or do you think there's a reason I'd be wearing all this kind of? Oh, no, I'm no, not, I thought that, that was the other answer. It's a family story. <laughs> <laughs> you treat a, a random listener of the podcast like that? <laughs> random listener of the podcast? Just don't look Liam in the eyes. <laughs> That's the rule. I, just I, when you're on public. I had recently woken up from a nap. Just caught me off guard. Wasn't expecting. <laughs> Wait a minute. You wake up from a nap and you head out to the streets? 
I need like at there's, least an hour to recover. I was going to say, there's still at least 10 minutes between waking up from a nap and getting onto the street. Nope, Where'd up. you run into this person? <laughs> Were you <laughs> napping at a bus stop? <laughs> it was in my neighborhood. Did this person wake you up heading, from the nap? I was heading to the crew game. You were napping. Yeah. yeah. And interrupted. <laughs> All right. Maybe uh, drop Liam an icebreaker next time. Like, hey, how was Cheesecake Wednesday? You might say, you know, just putting that up there. Uh, my cold performer of the week is airlines. Again, I had two flights last week, two, two Vancouver, home from Vancouver. And I do what I always do. I clear security, I pop down. I have myself a double Caesar. That's how it goes. Doesn't matter if it's four in the morning, four in the afternoon. That's the routine. I go over to my gate. This is going to Vancouver, mind you. At the time that my ticket says to board, Tyler and I almost missed our flight. I did not want to do that again. So I wander <laughs> over and I get to my gate and I look, I go, huh, there's no plane there yet. That's interesting. So then I get the alert on my phone. It goes unscheduled maintenance. I'm like, well, that's interesting maintenance. There's no plane there. And then it comes pulling up and you see all the people debark or umbark. What's the word? Unboard. Unboard. Disembark. Deplane. Disembark. Deplane. Unplane. Remove themselves from plane. Mm -hmm. Coming home from Vancouver, having a little breakfast with the missus, nice coffee, chilling. Alert. 20 minute delay. No problem. Unscheduled maintenance. I'm like, okay, no problem. I got an extra 20 minutes to kill. Five minutes later, four hour delay, unscheduled maintenance. I go, oh, lovely. But another four hours to kill. Fine. Get through that, go hang out at the beach, get into my zone, feel zen, go to the airport, clear security, grab my drink, go to the go to my gate. There's no plane there. When my boarding time says it's supposed to happen, bink, unscheduled maintenance, 20 minute delay. But this part was funny because everybody at the gate was already had a four hour delay and they went, ah, all in unison. <laughs> Again, no plane there comes in probably 30 minutes later, everybody gets off the plane. So I guess the uh, airlines won and just using unscheduled maintenance as your <laughs> excuse for a delay yeah. when it was clearly not unscheduled maintenance. It's annoying. No, that's it. Alert. Alert. Good news for you. They just changed it from weather delay <laughs> where it was going to be sunny mm. outside. And yeah. Yeah. You look outside and you're like, <laughs> Nice day. But it has to, so you got four delays. I had I've, in the last month, I've had four flights. One of them was straight up canceled. <laughs> the other three were delayed at least 90 minutes or oh more. Oh my gosh. If you're Figured traveling it. at the same time as bag milk, don't plan ahead. Just or don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't come. Like if I'm going on vacation, just you just get on a different plane. Cause you're not leaving when you want to. All right. Let's, let's end off with some positive. I'm feeling better. I'm home. Got that podcast did not start late. It was not delayed. So let's do some Wilhawk beef jerky hot performance of the week. And I'm going to start with my friend, Liam Horobin. We're reversing the order. Liam, you're up first. Uh, my hot performer of the week is, well, Crusade is a three and out start of the year. <laughs> You've been to how many games? Uh, I've been to two and I watched the other one on my laptop. On my- Has anyone seen a cheeseburger <laughs> review? Uh, I took a picture of a cheeseburger. How was so it? Though? Not a cheeseburger. Uh, well, <laughs> that wasn't price, the answer to price the question. Went, <laughs> price went up. I think we'll officially kick it off. Um, Ooh, price what's the price now? Quickly. Seven bucks. Whoa! Inflation, people. I'm telling you, <laughs> you could have made a better market. choice. 
I could watch. Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue and foot uh, If any hockey rinks in the world offer that, I will be there. I don't know that I want it. <laughs> Can you just make sure there. a different person does each job? <laughs> That's all I care about. Nation Dan, you're up for, you're up next with your Will Hawk Beef Jerky Hot Performer of the Week. I'm just going to give it to the fact that hockey is back and like it feels like social media is starting to pick up again and not just be this miserable existence of a bunch of hockey fans just mad at the world. So <laughs> it's uh, hockey is back and hockey is back this weekend. We the we best. best. Rick, you're up next. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky Hot Performer of the Week. I don't know what it was going to be coming into today, but I got a text like 10, 15 minutes ago and it was just my, my dad sent me a text and it was oh, just a picture really nice. of a golf ball in a hole. Oh, oh and I nice. said no. And he said, yes. So this will go out to my dad getting the hole in one today. Nice. His first ever. I think he's usually like a mid, you know, mid low nineties type of guy. Wow. And yeah, just popped his, his first one today. So it, it goes out to him today. That's awesome. Yeah. How can you not? It's getting hot in here. Tyler, you're up next. Your Will Hawk Beef Jerky Hot Form of the Week. The Buffalo Bills for winning when I went out there last week and putting some money in my jeans. It was fun. Go Bills. Getting me armchair GM horny. <laughs> Give me all kinds of horny. Did you listen mm-hmm. to last week's episode? <laughs> but nope. Obviously not. My dad did though. Oh, what do you say about it? Not a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Is he withholding things from me? I f- no, I feel like last that. week, like Friday. Yeah, oh, I wasn't there either. Was it two weeks ago then? When he kept pressing that, going back, it was two weeks ago. Oh, I was including you in the podcast. Oh, I was oh, just yeah, asking he, you where you were up to. Oh yeah, 
37 times or so. Yeah, we're probably getting, arm, just, we're getting mean, very arm GM horny. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you like trades. Mm-hmm. Rumors. Uh, mine is very, very easy because I'm a child at heart. So I'm a child in a body, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> my Wilhawk Hot Performer of the Week is my favorite band of all time, Blink-22. Two fresh songs yesterday, and they were both fucking slapping. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm flat. You ain't because you not. I gotta, I gotta bring it up. The cold performer that I was gonna use mm. was gonna be Cole Sillinger. <laughs> oh, for making you feel old as shit. Yeah, like that, yeah. I, I, yeah, that was. I, I saw that. Yeah, I read that out in the office yesterday. I'm like, oh my lord! I watched Taylor Hall growing up. I thought it was gonna be I Cole Sillinger say. for cheating on Tate McRae, which led to the release of her new music video called "Greed" or something, where she's on a Zamboni. Who? Exactly. That's also how I felt about that when he told me about this yesterday. <laughs> I was like, all right, diss tracks about Cole Cylinder. I'm into it, I guess. His girl, his ex, now ex-girlfriend is a pop star. Mm. And she's really not taking the breakup well. Well, she's going <laughs> T-Swift. Yeah, dude. I mean, it works for Taylor Swift. You go write about all your exes. That's what yep. I've learned. I've got songs written about all of them. Just nobody wants to hear them. Except me. Right, Liam? Oh, this is yes. straight up at this, dude. Oh, yeah. She's wearing a blue jacket. In the video. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> I wish he would have gone as far as to be like a, one of those practice jerseys you get. That's yeah. the exact blue jackets color. Just no logo. Yeah, that'd be good. That would have been hilarious. Anyway, the last thing I want to mention before we wrap <laughs> it up bad. is there is a nation gear sale on right meow. And I'm telling you that inventory is running out on a bunch of that stuff. So you can get 50% off shirts, 25% off hoodies and hats. Go to nationgear.ca and grab what you can while you can because they're going. They are going. With that, we're going to wrap up the Friday episode of Oilers Nation Radio. We are two weeks. We're coming back to twice a week. So close. Very, very close. And then when do we go hit the YouTube? Then weeks. Two weeks. weeks? October, what is it? I have a... Three? I'll have an unveil for that day. Hmm. Oh. Oh, That thing from yesterday. Yeah, the thing from yesterday. I like cool. it. I'll also be unveiling something. Ooh. I don't know yet. I won't. <laughs> I'm gonna have to unveil I won't. Well, I guess now I got to figure out yeah. something to show you. Yeah. Uh, milk face reveal? <laughs> well, I'll just let you guys see my phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> show and tell first YouTube episode. I dig it. All yeah. right. There you go. I mean, if you're an audio listener, fuck you. <laughs> 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 and uh, lastly, just... Plan your life accordingly to come join us at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino next Friday. It is going to be Oilers Nation Night at the track, and I'm excited about it. You'll meet Tyler. You'll meet Liam. Don't talk to Liam, but you can meet him. You'll, you'll confuse him. Don't do it. Do yeah. not make eye contact with him. Like, or I'll mute you. <laughs> I ask you, if you're listening to this podcast, go through your interactions yeah. with Liam. Yeah. Is there a point where they just cut off for you? <laughs> I got an idea what happened. We'll figure that out on the next episode, maybe. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody.